Hi, welcome to 3Dog. This is an hour-long flow class. Thanks so much for joining us. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Oh man, for people who lost an hour of sleep, y'all are good. There's plenty of this. We got, you've already achieved. Like You're here, present, at the right time. Well done. Uh, Anyone feeling the hour of sleep they lost? Or did you just go to bed? Wait, did you guys just go to bed at seven o'clock? Is that what you did? Is that how you did this? No. Um, I thought what we'd do is a little uh, adjustment practice. Uh, we'll focus on twist, but we'll, we'll start slow and gentle and ease our body into being awake. Um, moving through twists is an excellent, you know, they're called detox poses in yoga. And I just want to hear, but I'm here to tell you, you're already detoxing just fine. If you're able to like get out of bed and, and not be um, laying in bed poisoned, your body has detoxed you. But uh, the reason that twists are referred to as detox is that they move the body in all kinds of ways. And what we do know about moving our body is that we get better circulation with whatever we move. So it's like, we're just going back to my granddad's, like his one advice in life, keep moving. Um, that is like his, like, he also had all kinds of other good advice. And we'll just do a class on what my granddad said. And, and that will be like the best class I've ever taught, but we'll just focus on this one thing. We're going to move everything. We're going to move in different directions. And one of the things you may notice about twists in this practice, they happen right side up. They happen upside down. They happen sideways. They happen diagonally. We're going to go through all those. The reason why uh, it's just about getting through different ranges of motion in your body so that different muscles strengthen depending on your relationship to gravity. So some are more comfortable than others for us, but I'm going to try to just make this like nice and easy for us to uh, access all those different ranges or drop things. Uh, sound okay? We good? I'm, all, I'm good. This, this is a space heater. Let's start in uh, Supta Kanasana. Go ahead and lie down. It's cold in here. Take a moment, soles of your feet together. And if you'd like to put blocks either behind your head or underneath your legs uh, to be more comfortable, do that. Support your neck, support your low back. And let your hands come to your center line in some way. So maybe on your belly, one to navel, one to heart center, and feel your breath move. Long, slow breath in that you pause at the top and feel the space of that where your full breath body is expansive. And then let the breath out slowly. And as you feel that it's empty, press the last bit out by pressing your feet together, drawing your abdominals in, get every muscle that you have that could possibly press breath out involved. And just pause at the end of that, like, like you squeezed a bottle and then put the cap on when there's like just a little bit of pressure in there. Then when it feels right to just let breath in again, do that. A couple more like that where you're just going to pausing at the top, pausing at the bottom, nothing harsh, just enough to feel that actions of inhale and exhale, their effect on your body. So one reason we work through twists and 
we twist and we untwist. So you create a certain amount of pressure, a certain amount of squeeze. And then to feel the release, and that's when the, the flow of, in this case, breath or the flow of blood through the body increase and sense of what that feels like. As we tune into what we feel, we give our brain a break from all the stuff we think. And that'll be good for an hour too. Bring slowly knees together, but feet apart, walking feet to the edges of the mat for the windshield wiper twists. Let the knees trace their own arc side to side. Zooming in from a Commonwealth country, windscreen wipers. Uh, yeah. One more round of these side to side is loose and easy. Just glide. And pause at center. Plant your feet. Pause just to feel what you feel before we do anything. Then you're going to walk your feet together. You're going to roll onto your right side like you were going to get up. Don't get up. Just roll onto your right side. You snuggled over to the right. Extend your arms out in front of you. So lying on your left, right hip, right shoulder, right side of your head. Take the left arm book opening twist. So you take the arm back across the body over to the other side. And then exhale. You close that back up. Hand stacks over the hand. Open the book. Close the book. Really easy to imagine that. So while the windshield wipers... Uh, that action moves mostly legs and then hips into the twist. We're doing the opposite now. We're moving arm and then rib cage into the twist. Slightly different musculature at work or working in different diagonal patterns more appropriately. One more of these open and back up and stay there. Pause, let the left shoulder be heavy toward the floor, doesn't need to get down to it. Have a breath in. When you breathe out, you use your right leg to press the left leg back to center. So legs move as one, feet to the floor, adjust at center. So for most of us, we're going to pick up the hips, pick up the shoulder blades, feel back at your center line, then roll onto your left side. Getting ready to get out of bed or something like that. And then stack the right hand over the left. You're lying on left hip and left shoulder. Open the right arm book opening twist. And then close it back. Breathe in, spread out. If you need bent arms for this, for it to be comfortable on your shoulder, for sure do that. You probably know these things already, but I'm here to remind you. That's why I have a job. So I'll keep reminding. Breathe in. Breathe out. One more. Come open. Pause. 
breathe here and special attention to what's going on at your shoulder, in front of your chest there. If there's any kind of sharpness in your shoulders, uh, in this or any other twist, give that extending arm a bend. Give the, the elbow, your elbow was made to bend. Your shoulder was not made to be in pain. Often, if you bend the elbow, you can get more uh, muscular action from your back. So even if it, it doesn't bug you, but you want to see what that's like, it could be helpful. Next exhale, you're going to use the left leg, press it into the right, and press that back to center. Pause. Breath in here, realign everything in center. And breath out, cross your right foot over the left thigh like reclined pigeon. You're just going to bring the left leg in toward you. And then a little rock side to side across the hips with this. So it doesn't need to be a big motion. But if you're into it, if this was pretty good to you, go uh, thigh to the floor and then heel to the floor either side. And if that feels like too big of a, an action, like it, it really is only like eight, 10 in your body, you just stay real, real gentle. Back into centers, curl up. So breathe out, reach up, catch over the shin, catch the uh, knee. So you're just wrapping the arms around the leg and tuck in. Inhale, you're going to undo that, come back down, and undo the arms. Undo the feet. Then left foot over right thigh. Use the right leg to bring the legs in. Then that little rock side to side makes you happy. And if that's going well, side to side where you have that uh, tap of the heel, tap of the thigh. I just have a beginning and an end point to pay attention to. Often in a rocking motion, uh, you wouldn't check out, but I would certainly check out. I'd be thinking that my cup of coffee is too far away from where I am right now. But you would probably be totally focused. Helps me to uh, have heel to one side side of the other side is yeah, way to stay on track. Come on back to center. When you get there, you're going to breathe in. So you exhale, you're going to curl up, wrap the arms around all of it, hug all of it. Then undo it, come back to center. Soles of the feet to the floor. You realign sacrum, rib cage, back of your head. Take your arms out like cactus or wings. And just draw in through your lower abdominals until you feel your feet get light. Play with that a little bit. Let the feet get heavy and the abdominals do nothing. And then do the opposite. And just a few rounds of that until you're really feeling that your feet get light. Like This is not about moving your feet. We're not going anywhere with it. The only goal here is for you to feel something. Whether you have the hang of that or not, it's okay if you don't. Right? Do the action of abdominals in, feet light, then bring the legs up to right angles for belly twisting pose. Keep that lower abdominal action if you found it. 
as you move the leg side to side. And as we move side to side here, we're going to not tap the legs. We're gonna hold uh, the leg just slightly above the floor so that there's as far as you can go without laying the leg bone down, unless you need to rest. If you need to rest at any point, make a conscious choice to rest. Otherwise, it's a little balance to the side. As the legs hover, press the opposite shoulder blade down. So the legs sweep to the side, and then as they find that spot, press the shoulder blade opposite. There's that exhale. It gives a little more grounding to the shoulder, more tension in your body. Something to do that your brain can do and feel instead of thinking about. One more round. Make your way back to center and hug knees in and then curl up nose to knees. Wrap the arms around that whole thing. Get as tightly in as you can get wrapped. On an inhale, we're going to reach out long, feet toward the your front wall and arms toward your back wall. It's one of these, reach as long as you go. And then exhale, curl in and inhale. Reach the legs and arms forward. Come up through low bow, into bow. It's the only one we'll do. But from here, hands together. Bow pulling twist. The right arm comes back. Shoulder blade in towards the spine. Yes. <laughs> Breathe in. Reach back at center. Then the left arm. Bow pull twist back. So the action there is shoulder blade. And then reach forward. And then cross your feet at the ankles. Let's get out of this. Come around to down dog. Any way you'd like to do that. Or child's pose if you prefer that. So the bow pulling. That's a back muscle action. And learning to, to twist backward uh, is, is helpful. Hip action. Turn your right toes out to the diagonal. Bend your left knee. Diagonal dog, very well constructed. Open them there. Thank you to Zach for that. Diagonal dog, but with a twist. So you're going to look underneath your right arm. You're going to let the left knee really drop. Let the left hip uh, do the action of the twist. Sometimes we don't twist with the hips. Sometimes we do. It's nice to be multifaceted. If you like a little extra, take your left hand across to the outside of the right shin bone, hold on, press the leg into the hand and the hand into the leg. Breath in, breath out, back to center, feet parallel. Pause here for a breath or come down for child's pose or the uh, stretch your feet pose where you do child's pose with toes tucked. Lazy Girl's Guide to Toes Pose. Make your way back to center. If you've taken child's pose, down dog. Uh, left toes out to the diagonal. Bend the right knee. 
pause and just really start the, the twist, the rotation of this with the right hip dropping down, left hip pulling back. As much of that as you can. Look under the left arm. As much of that as you want, not as much as you can. Like, as long as you can, that doesn't mean you should. Get a good amount of twist. Then if you want to add on to it, really press through the left hand. That's got to support the whole diagonal dog here. The knee, right hand across, press the leg into the hand, hand back into the leg. Undo that. Come back to center. Again, down dog, or if you like child's pose or lazy toe pose. Look forward, walk forward into ragdoll. Wrap your arms around each other, or if it helps you to take your hands behind your back, shoulder blades together, do that. It's one of those that's definitely good for some of us and definitely not great for some of us. Do it if it's do it if it's great for you. Actually, that in today's practice, just like only do like what's great for you. If it's not great for you, like you you do you. There should be at least one hour in our day where we just do what's great for us. Release your hands to the mat. Walk your feet together. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. Elongate, reach from feet to fingers. Spread your toes, spread your fingers. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in and lift halfway flat back, walking the feet to about hip distance apart. Step your right foot back into a low lunge. Bring back knee down for this one. Press into your front foot. Lift your chest. You might tap the fingertips together and Janiyasana just for the point of practice. Hands to the mat. Step back. We're going to lower to the floor. You'll inhale, peeling up to cobra. Use both shoulder blades in toward your spine and down your back elbows. Hug in. Then release down slowly, almost touch your nose to the floor. We're going to do a twist to the right. That's bringing your right shoulder blade toward the spine, then sliding it down like you're trying to put your elbow to your hip, and then release down. So, Then to the left, left shoulder blade slides in, slides down. It doesn't matter how far you get up, but you're not pushing through your hands, really. Back muscle work, and release down slow. Press up to hands and knees. And back to down dog. Take your right leg up and back behind you. Let the hip turn open. And then exhale, big step into a low lunge that becomes a crescent lunge. Get the back heel lifted. Reach your arms up. Breath in. And then hands to heart center. Bow first, fingertips down, then press off the back foot to step up. Feet together. We'll breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Nice. Extend one more inch. Exhale, fold forward. 
breathe in, lift halfway, walk your feet, hip distance apart. We're going to step the left foot back. Knee comes down lightly. Be good to yourself. You reach up. And then just a finishing touch to that. Fingertips can come together. It doesn't have to. Hands down. Step back. Low push-up. It is nice to, uh, to put little details in just again, keep mental clarity. Breathe in. Cobra. So that we don't start going through motions. Release down slowly. Then to the left, left shoulder blade, first thing to move in toward the spine. Then pull it down. Just touch your elbow, your hip, and release down. So you don't have to look backwards in this. In fact, make that the last thing you do. Right shoulder blade in toward the spine. Right elbow down, like the, the neck gets overworked. It's not that it shouldn't turn, but it'll take over and uh, press the hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. You inhale. Take your left leg up and back. Let the hip turn open. And then bend the knee. Big step, light step. Press into your feet. Come up. We're just like mountain pose. We're just all about extending up. Be good to the back of your neck. Is it extended or is it creased? And fingertips to the top of the mat. Step your back foot up. Feet together. Breathe in, lift halfway. Lengthen your front body, lengthen your back body. And that includes your neck. And bow forward, breathe out. Like how we move our head around, how we move our neck around contributes a lot to how we feel. Take some sun as just pay attention to that. Breathe in, reach up. As you lift your heart, right, let the back of your neck be long. Lift your brain instead of your nose. Exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hand. Low push-up, heart forward, back of the head buoyant so the neck stays in line. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Then down dog, breathe all the way out. Get to that very end of it where you feel all the abdominal muscles draw in. That's when you look forward, walk or hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, bow forward, hug in. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, squeeze your legs, squeeze your arms, fan your fingers, exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Check in with front and back body, both long. Breathe in, upward facing dog, Back of your neck long, lift your brain. Down dog, breathe out. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. Nice. Breathe out, bow forward.
breathe in, lift halfway, front and back body long. And plant your hand, step back, low push up. We'll breathe in. Breathe out, down dog. We'll meet up there. Have a breath there or child's pose. On your inhale, take your right leg up and back behind you. Leg stays straight, but let the hip turn open. So we have open twist here. It's driven by the hip. And then knee toward your right elbow. You're going to step forward into a lunge. And we're just going to go ahead and bring the back knee down. And we're going to ease into this. So back knee down. If you have blocks around, it could be nice to have a block for your left hand here. So just going to set up in this twist and... Um, Crescent lunge twist, it's one of those like most hated poses. So we're just going to go at it like step by step and see if we can find a, a lunge twist that actually works for you and today works for you. So crescent lunge twist is is basically this, but, but elevated a bit. Uh, we're going to just take some of the layers, the left hand to the floor of the block, right hand on the thigh. And we're focusing, it's a twist that's driven by the shoulder blades and the uh, rib cage. So press your hand into your leg, leg into your hand and rotate the right shoulder blade in towards the spine like we did in the Cobra. Yeah, good, exactly. Now, for a lot of us, we end up looking kind of over the right shoulder, um, but check out what your neck's doing. Can you make your neck long on both sides, left and right, also front and back, and look to your sidewall or the floor. For some of us, the ceiling would be okay too, uh, that can be a little more problematic and, and get a little more complex with the back of the neck. But find that place where the front and back of your neck are both long. Then do the same thing from your hips to your shoulders, front and back of your body long. Right, so press hand into leg, leg into hand. More rotation at the shoulders and rib cage without stress at the neck. Right. Breath in. As you breathe out, undo this. Come back to center. Plant your hands. We're going to step back to down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. We're going to take the same leg, right leg, up and back. Three-legged dog. Let the hip turn open. Bend the knee, take a big step, low lunge. We come up to crescent, and then hands to heart center. And crescent lunge twist uh, with the back leg straight. First, we gotta straighten the back leg. So for most of us, back leg's a little, a uh, little bent or a lot bent to get us into good hip position here. That's right. But as you're gonna crescent twist, straighten your back leg all the way and let your hips go with it. And let's do a couple of things there. Uh, take your hands to your hips, bend your back knee, like over bend it, over exaggerate. Feel your hip points come back, then straighten the back leg. Looks like your hips are pouring forward. Uh, to do that a few times, keep your spine aligned, front and back body long. And if we had a mantra today, that's it. Right. You just feel the tip of the pelvis as you bend the knee. And then pause where your back leg is fully straightened, 
your hips are at a diagonal, it is unique to you. Like mine's mine, yours is yours. Uh, then hands to heart center, we're going to rotate on that diagonal. And you think about the same thing we did before where front and back body, front and back of the neck are both long. This may or may not mean that your elbow is at your knee. Mine certainly is not. Yours might be. If it is, cool. If it's not, also cool. We're going to open the lower arm and take it wherever it goes uh, toward the leg. If it can go across the leg, you press it sideways now into the leg and press the leg out into the arm. Right arm in a cactus or reach up, hand to hip, all good options. One more time, squeeze the back leg tight, lengthen both the front and back body, the front and back of your neck, and then exhale, hands to your mat, step back down dog or low push-up, upward facing dog, and downward facing dog. two different options in the, in the diagonal lunges. Then we have the uh, crescent lunge that becomes an upright lunge. You're gonna step your right foot again, just go straight ahead with it. So no hip opening in that time, just a, a shorter step lunge, hands to your hips. And then what you're gonna focus on here is uh, the hip points drawing in, tailbone pointing straight down, right? Your back knee now is gonna, it's bend serves the, uh, the alignment of the hips. Before, the hips were serving the straightness of the back leg. In this variation, back knee bends as much as it needs to for your hips to be level, right? Whatever that means for you. This is what it means for me. Yours will be different. Then your shoulders stack right on top of the hips. So you're vertical, right? As, as vertical as you're going to get. We're going to try for front and back body here as long as possible. Lift the back of your head and bring your hands to your heart center. Keep lifting your sternum to your thumbs. Then you're going to rotate in this upright stance, and it's going to be really tempting to draw forward more toward what we just did. Stay out of it. This is a different body motion. This is like this is the barber pole. This is the uh, spiral staircase, where you're just trying to stay as upright as you can. Uh, the left glute muscle will be burning here for more than one of us. You can now, if you like, extend the arms. But that's not for you. No big deal. Press your feet into the floor, lengthen the front and the back of your body, lift the back of your head, a breath in. When you breathe out, draw your right shoulder blade toward your spine. Good. Breath in here, lift up through the back of your head, set your gaze at eye level. When we exhale, we're going to undo it, hands down, step back to down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog, downward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. We'll be here for a breath or child's pose for a breath. Let's be honest. Coffee for, well, you breathe. Making your way back to down dog. Yeah, cheers. Inhale, taking your left leg up and back. So an open twist driven by the hip. We often do that before crescent lunge that's uh, focused on the shoulders just to orient. Bend knee toward your elbow. Take a long, light step and then bring the back knee down. And if you have a block here, touch it. So 
with the back knee down, right hand on the block. You're going to bring the left hand to the left thigh. And the thing we're going to work here is the front foot pressing down into the floor and getting the rebound in the leg. And, and do that just, uh, just feel the difference between not pressing the foot into the floor and the leg bone kind of sinking down. And then that response in your body when you ground, right? Keep that. Add to that the pressure of the hands to the leg that then starts to press your left shoulder blade back and open the front of the left shoulder. Now, once you've got the, the twist, we're in the uh, low lunge twist, start to think about lengthening both sides of your neck, left and right, so the head's not just hanging down like this. Uh, and you're not looking over that back shoulder, which is going to be, I mean, that's the thing I see uh, most often in on these little zoom screens and, and in myself. Down in line with the, the pose here. Look to the sidewall in line with the rest of the pose, which is really, uh, it's part of that drishti cultivation that you, you're you looking at something that you're just softening the eyes around. It's not very interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you have on your wall there. You can have something pretty interesting. Uh, but you let the eyes settle, let that get calm. Then front and back body long. So navel center towards your spine. Heart center away from the navel center that you're drawing long and back of the head draws forward. And this is unusual, like be working at this diagonal, it takes some uh, heightened awareness to, to know your body in this way. It's worth it. Breath in, breath out, press the foot into the mat, hand into the leg. Really good. Just undo this, just lightly come out of it. Then plant your hands. You'll step back to down dog or chaturanga, upward facing dog, and downward facing dog. And again with the left leg up, let the hip open. And bend the knee, take a big step. So the, uh, the crescent lunge stance that we use for this is, is a long one. Hands to the hips. And uh, just, just to feel like your hands, you know, so much of your brain space is devoted to your hands that, that they're really, they're really good feelers. You know that, right? So feel your hip points, your own bones right there. Move as you bend and straighten the back leg. Right. And get it go ahead and overdo it get like, like tucked back and then when you straighten we'll all have a different diagonal and depending on how far back your back foot is the diagonal will be different okay. chances are there is a comfortable angle for you with your back leg straight it's just finding the length of stance that you need for that go ahead and straighten the back leg and let the angle of the hips serve that the diagonal line from your back heel to the top of your head. That's one line that we're looking for. And then we're gonna rotate around that line. So hands to heart center, rotate, keep it uh, keep it floating here for a moment. There's a lot of leg work for sure. Uh, press the floor with your feet. And then open the, the lower arm and let it rest on the leg or uh, maybe your elbows on the leg, that's totally fine. Uh, but press the back foot down, straighten the back leg more, then lengthen both the front and back of your body the front and back and both sides of your neck. Right? So again, the, the left and right side, sometimes we, we tilt the chin to look over a shoulder. It'd be as 
as centered as you can through your neck and head. Breath in, heart up, lengthen the front body, back of the head long, lengthen the back body. Open the arm if you like up overhead. Breathe out, pull abdominals in towards your spine. Then we'll undo this. Bring your hands to your mat. As you exhale, step back to down dog or low push-up to upward facing dog and downward facing dog. And that shorter step. So left foot straight ahead without that leg lift, which gives us a more squared off stance. And when we come up, we're naturally going to be bending the back knee and bringing the hips to level. Um, and so it's different than the, uh, the usual. Back leg is working the foot, foot's pressing down, glute muscle squeezing tight. And find your hip points. You feel like your hips are level. Then stack your shoulders and your head on top of that. Find eye level. So for most of us, uh, life becomes a slouch. And what we associate with eye level throughout our day is not really. So lift up to the back of your head. And you may feel uh, kind of just like it's, it's an odd place to be looking because you may find that you look down a lot uh, as, a, as we all do. Find a level and keep that, hold that. Feel the, the nervous system imprint of standing as tall as you are. And what's that eye level? What's that like? Keep that. It's important for your neck and your posture. Hands to heart center, you're going to twist. And that gaze is just going to go with you. So you're still at eye level. And whatever degree of twist you get from the body, that's the direction you're looking. For most of us, it'll be somewhere to diagonal but the eye level, and you're still taking your full height, your full posture. So front and back of your body are long. And in this case, we're trying to get as vertical as we can. That comes from bending the back knee. You get one more breath in here. If you want, you open the arms, do something like that. Yeah, good. Breathe out. We inhale, just gonna unwind this thing. Bring your hands down. Step back to down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog. For you guys. Down dog, breathe all the way out. That's the best representation of that pose I've ever seen across the entire checkerboard screening. Is a fantastic. Have a breath in and empty it. Take your right leg up and back behind you again. Three-legged dog. Let the hip turn open. This time, bend the knee. Press your left heel down. Flex your right foot and press the right heel out over toward the sidewall. Abdominals in, hands pressing down. Breath in. Breath out. Square up. Take a big step to your low lunge. Find your block. Here, we bring the block inside the front foot. Any height, spin the back foot flat so that your heels are on the same line. And then left hand to your hip. We're in a really deep side angle pose. But normally we come down into side angle pose, and this is not available to most of us. But for most of us coming from a lunge, you just think about it, like, like get rid of your idea of what side angle pose is to you because you'll just pop up and try to take side angle pose. Just put your back heel down. 
bring your left hip, hand to your hip. And so think of this, you can think of this as a low lunge twist to the other side. So what you were just doing with the left hand down and twisting, now you're doing with the right hand and open twisting. So right hand presses the floor, really important, get that kind of like uh, kind of pressure of the hand down that then allows you to squeeze your left shoulder blade towards your spine. Get breath in and breath out. One more breath in, both sides of your body long, left and right. If the right side wants to curl up, don't let it. Breath out here, stamp your back foot down. So inhale, check in with your neck, turn your gaze toward the floor, keep both sides of your neck long. Exhale, bring the back uh, knee down, back into the lunge. Left hand comes down along with the right. Right hand to the thigh, back to the low lunge. Twist, then bend the back knee and catch the foot if you like that sort of thing. On your inhale, unwind back, back to center. Plant your hands, step back. Hide a little push-up or down dog. Breathe in and breathe all the way out. Step your right foot directly forward, warrior one. Or open out to warrior two. You might take a longer stance here, that'd be fine, that'd be nice. Right. Reverse, reach up. Then we're gonna come at side angle pose from the top. So arm inside the front leg, lengthen the left side. Right. So this becomes much less about that twist, more about the length of the side body, the, uh, the strength of the core and the pose. There are two different ways to do it for two different purposes. Um, like sometimes in yoga, there's like a like total linear thinking that a pose is a pose is a pose is a pose. There's just like, this is all made up stuff. Press arm into leg, leg into arm. Now you're getting this twist from a different uh, set of musculature that's working. Instead of pushing down into the floor, now you're pressing sideways. Breath in. And when you breathe out, look to the mat. Left hand down. Back knee is just going to come right back down into low lunge. When press into the feet, elongate up into that Anjaniyasana, where again, you might bring your fingertips to touch overhead. That is so that you can find your own body in space. That's, that's your sobriety test. Don't look, just get the fingertips to come together, but you're looking straight ahead, like, like no eyebrows up, but you can feel your own fingertips overhead. And then you're marginally sober. Hands to your mat, look forward, step back, down dog or low push up. Actually, for like yoga people, there should be like a whole different kind of sobriety test because we're probably able to do that um, really well lubricated. Have a breath in here. And breath all the way out. On your inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Like a dog, bend the knee. Let it turn open, flex the feet, right heel down, left heel over toward that side wall, whatever is over there, 
serving as your sidewall. Podcast listeners doing this in the yurt in Kazakhstan. Uh, just press it into the yeah, side of the tent there. That's actually a true statement that this podcast is being done in places like that. So, wish I knew how to like say hello in all the different languages. Come on back to center. Take a big step into a low lunge. And then grab your block if you got one. Hopefully you have one by now. Uh, we're going to spin the back heel flat. So just think of this as a low lunge. Like if you were okay, if you had the hands down a low lunge, you can keep them down uh, for this. Left hand can go to the block. Right hand's going to come to your hip. No more complicated than that from here. Right. So you're doing the low lunge, pressing left hand down into the floor. Right? And then the rebound of that, giving you this access to the right shoulder blade, pulling toward your spine. So again, this is about shifting the angle at which we're twisting to shift the musculature that's involved. Um, not that this is a better way to do the pose or a worse way to do the pose. You probably will have a preference. That's totally fine. Press your back foot down, draw your abdominals in, your heart forward, lengthen both sides of your neck. Okay, that in these sideways poses, particularly uh, find that gaze point, side wall. Lengthen front, back, left, and right. Good. One more breath here. Nice. And then undo it. Bring the right hand back down. In line with the left, spin the back heel up. Knee down. And twist again. This time, if you do like that catching of the foot, do that. It's nice. Here. One more breath. And undo it. Come back to center and plant your hands. You'll step back to down dog or step back to chaturanga. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Step the left foot straight ahead. Back foot flat. Breathe in, reach up. Nice. Warrior two. Stay low in your legs. Maybe walk a little wider. Reverse. And then side angle pose. Forearm inside the front thigh. You can certainly, if uh, if that allows you to reach the floor or block, go for it. Um, when I do it, it doesn't. I I'm, I'm clearly should not be teaching this class because I clearly cannot do this pose because I clearly cannot touch the floor. That would be one way to look at it. On the other way, I'm getting a lot out of it, so thank you for being here with me. I'm gonna press the arm into the leg, leg into the arm. Use that action, that stabilizing of the left shoulder blade. And then right shoulder blade wraps toward the spine. You'll take the right arm overhead and reach for your front wall, palm down, spiral the tricep toward the floor. Check in with where your gaze is. Is it toward the back of your room? Could you bring it straight to the side or down, lengthening front, back, and sides of your neck? Breath in. When we breathe out, 
Look to your mat. Bring the back knee down. Press into the front foot and the back foot. When you reach up and then look straight ahead. And the arms stay in front of your face. Always when the arms raise, they stay in front of your face. Can you bring fingertips together? Can you just find them in space overhead? Maybe rocky the first time. But eventually you get it. They know where they are. Breath in, and it's like the, the hands have a string attached to the sternum. Press the hands up, lift the sternum. And hands down. And step back, down dog or chaturanga. Upward facing dog. Downward facing dog. Good stuff, y'all. Have a breath in. Open your mouth and let it out. More like that. Do the, the clearing work. When you inhale, lengthen your body. Hip creases up and back. Tops of your thighs up and back. When you exhale, exhale through your mouth. You could go with the just sigh. You could go with a horse's breath where you do that. The teenage breathing. With some aplomb, get a breath out. Look through your hands. Walk or hop to seated. Go on down to your back. Bridge or wheel. Or lay on the pose and don't think about either bridge or wheel, but breathe. But yeah, there's, there's no procrastinating. Right? You, can, you can certainly simply lie down. You can take a back bend. If you're in bridge and wondering about wheel, like don't waste time, just try. If you're pushing yourself into wheel, don't waste time, just stop. Breathe. On an exhale, come down slowly. Take your time. Find Supta Baddha Konasana. Again, soles of your feet together, knees out to the sides. Just as you need to make yourself comfortable. Breath in and out. And this time, instead of those uh, the pauses, make it fluid. Where there's certainly top of the inhale and bottom of the exhale, but you're working for fluidity, for circular action or sensation. That's a rhythm that's wave-like. We're still there. Right? So early on, the teacher was talking about how having a definite end and a definite beginning it helps the mind anchor into things. And when we need to train the mind in away from other stuff, certainly. Now that we've been doing this for a while, right, you've sharpened your skills. Can you get your mind to stay and pay attention as things become more fluid? Yeah, relaxed precision. That is flow. Where there aren't edges, but you're still engaged. And think of it very much like music. 
no longer like individual notes that you're holding for a certain amount of time and then stopping, but this melody or this groove that you're deeply into. Bring knees together on your next exhale, hug them in. Nose to knees and knees to nose, curling tight with the extent of our abdominal work today. Rock your way up to seated. Cross your right leg in front of or on top of the left. So uh, if it's accessible to go on top, go on top. And if it's not, it's not better. It's just if this is accessible, do that. We're going to lift up through the chest. And uh, just notice your hips pointing straight ahead, maybe, hopefully. Right? That's pretty standard. But then rotate your rib cage toward the right knee and bow to that direction. So it's a twisting uh, cross-leg bend or a twisting double pigeon, if, uh, if you want to call it that. And again, lengthen both the front and back of the body. So the thing in a forward bend is that, again, the head will just kind of drop and take the weight down. And you've got now this like weight that you're supporting through your spine. Instead, uh, you can get your hands out, get these like tree frog hands where you're working on fingertips. Draw your heart forward, elongate, and then from your upper back, release down. So instead of from your neck releasing down, start the release down by your shoulder blades. Have breath in, and breath out. On our inhale, we'll walk up. First, you come back to seated. You're upright. You're still at the diagonal. Your rib page is still twisted, but you bring it back to center. You're going to take your right hand to your heel, left hand back behind on the floor or on a block. And here, the heel is going to get involved. You're going to press your hand into your heel and your heel into your hand. And that's going to activate the muscles we just uh, were elongating in the fold, press you into the twist from the, uh, the right hip, really. And that right hip has uh, continuity through the body from the low back. The, the fibers of the muscle connect to the left upper back. So there's this diagonal line where the right bum cheek and hip muscles are working. And that helps you pull left shoulder blade toward your spine, get more open through the front of the left shoulder. You don't have to think too hard about it, but if you like that stuff, you can know that it's just a different way of activating the twist from your glutes. You can check in with the front, back, and sides of your neck. Are they all long? You could be in rotation with the neck, but it's part of that spiral staircase is going upward and not chunking down. On your inhale, you're going to unwind this thing, come back to center, light lift the left arm up into just a, a little glance at a side bend. Just let the, let the body open in a way that feels good. And then we'll come back to center. 
pause. Feel the two sides of your body, left and right, front and back. I guess it's four sides, but I'll work on my language. Lean back, undo, redo the other side. So you've got left leg in front of or on top. And it's okay if it's on top and it only goes like kind of like this. Like, I mean, I'm saying it's okay because it's okay for me. Um, but if your knee doesn't hurt, you're fine. Lift up, turn, then bow. So that you're, you're at the diagonal in the double pigeon. And you can walk the hands out again, get that kind of tree frog action. If, uh, not tree frogs, uh, get fingertip action. Uh, pull heart forward. Remember like tree frogs were like a big thing in like the 90s. Like for some reason, like tree frogs were everywhere. Pull your heart forward, let your head drop. The upper back is what allows the head to just release into the pose. So if, uh, if you're not quite there, continue to lengthen your chest forward, but then think about letting the shoulder blades slide wide, the space behind your heart, the space at the base of your neck, relax, then let the head go. And uh, once you've done that, if you're still on your fingertips, go ahead and let the hand relax. Next inhale, you'll walk your hands in, come up to seated, and go from that diagonal where you are now to point straight ahead before you take left hand to the heel, right hand behind you. And so you're going to get yourself into position where the hand's holding the heel, right? fingertips on the floor, block. Check in with front and back of the body, lift up. So this is a lot of abdominal work to lift out of your low back. And then it's awareness of your head and neck, not to drop the chin down and forward, but to raise the brain up and back. Once you've got the alignment, so you get set up, you get aligned, then that pressure is like, the deep twist, and it's not necessarily like sharp while we're in it, but uh, it shows up later. You may feel it later today. Keep the action of heel into hand, hand into heel. It's another thing this one's really good at. Since the hands are so tactile, you can feel if the heel is pressing your hand. You know if your hand's pressing your heel. Get the uh, the bonus of the postural work in the left shoulder blade. Right, so as that hand's pulling into the heel, you can feel the back body strengthening there. As the leg muscles press the heel into the hand, it makes it a little easier to slide the right shoulder blade toward the spine. And the front body stays real open in this, so you breathe a lot, right, get the ribcage to expand. One more breath in. Pull your abdominals in, lift your heart, lift your brain. And on an inhale, we'll unwind it. Back at center, just a light blush of a side bend. So nothing heavy, just go up, reach. Just like the unscrew yourself pose. And 
Undo that, come back to center, just pause where you're sitting, have a breath. Lean out of it, undo it, soles of the feet to the floor, slide your hips toward your heels. Come on down to your mat. Pause for a moment to feel back of your head, your lowest rib and your sacrum get heavy down to the floor. Notice where you landed, how you landed. And if you can, allow your body to slide out into Shavasana with the arms and legs extended. If there is something else you need to be comfortable here, physically or mentally, emotionally, psychically, do that thing. Uh, but if you can, just lay down. Let this be great. When you're ready to come back, if you're ready to come back, start with a small movement of your fingers and your toes. And let those go still again before you do anything else. And roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Land here. Pause where you landed, note how you landed, and then brighten that up. Sit taller, more spaciously, in a way that feels good. Right? So not about correct posture, but posture that feels good to you, that feels good to be in your body, to be as you are, to be who you are fully. bring hands together at heart center and acknowledging that each of us for that human self that lives here and thumbs to forehead center and acknowledgement of one another and how we're joined by this practice we call yoga thank you all so much for being here this morning namaste Super. Well done. Drink lots of water. It'll help. Bye. My non-twisters.
Make non-twisters sense. even stayed. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.